0: Okay, good evening, beloved. Uh, Welcome to our evening Bible study. Uh, So today I don't have notes, so you're going to have to follow with the scripture references uh, that we're sharing today. Uh, So today, even as I was praying, I felt the Lord wants me to talk about wisdom and the spirit of wisdom. And uh, it's the spirit of wisdom that He does all things. And that's His way of doing all things. And so uh, in all the things that come, uh, you know, sometimes to you, uh, just ask for this sort of wisdom. Okay. So uh, that's my message today. And it pretty much came just like five minutes before. And so I, I, even as I'm sharing with you, I'm also going to be uh, uh, you know, hearing it or reading it to myself. So I just want to quick, quickly open to Isaiah 11. Okay. Now Isaiah 11, uh, I'm reading. This talks about the, we have seven spirits with us. Okay. So everything about the kingdom of God is alive. So it's not a concept. So when God talks about wisdom, God talks about prosperity, God talks about faith, these are actual spirits. Okay. And you can have a relationship with everything uh, in the kingdom. And so I want us to read Isaiah 11, where it says, I'm reading this from the NKJB There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Now see this. Now there are seven spirits, right? And it's talking about Jesus. And look at all these seven spirits. And if they're with him, they're also with you. Okay? And so what are these seven spirits? The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. So that that is actually the spirit of rest. Okay? Then it talks about the spirit of wisdom and understanding. That means the spirit of wisdom is upon him. The spirit of understanding is upon him. Then it says the spirit of counsel is upon him. The spirit of might is upon him. The spirit of knowledge is with him and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Like I said, the spirit of the fear of the Lord is not towards God. But the spirit of the fear of the Lord is in you that as you walk everywhere, you're going in the fear of the Lord. And so if there's any sickness, if there's any darkness, if there's anything evil, it gets exposed. That is the very thing that the demons were running away from Jesus because he was, Jesus was walking the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Okay? It's because... It hates evil. So, and see this, his delight, verse 3, his delight is in the fear of the Lord and he shall not judge by his sight, by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins and faithfulness the belt of his waist. Okay? So today I want to talk about, we talked about seven spirits, right? And today I want to talk about, specifically about the spirit of wisdom. Okay? So I want you now to go with me. I'm just going to read Ephesians, uh, Ephesians chapter, chapter 1, verse 17. Okay? The minute you got born again, the eyes of your, uh, you became a son of God. And now that what the Holy Spirit is doing He's opening up the eyes of your understanding. And He's giving you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Okay, So I want to read that that verse. Okay, And in Ephesians 1, chapter 17, it says, Therefore, I'll read uh, verse 15. Ephesians 1, verse 15. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks to you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, See this, what is, what is Paul praying now that after they've all become sons of God, after the Holy Spirit has come, he's praying one thing. He's praying one thing. And what is he praying? He's saying that the Father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, but he begins with spirit of wisdom, that the Father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom. Okay? And what is the spirit of wisdom? The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Okay? Okay? The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That means something I don't know that I should become aware of. That he wants me to gain understanding about something. Okay? And what is going to happen when I gain understanding of these things? The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. And when that happens, when my understanding is awakening, that means how am I getting it through wisdom? I'm getting even understanding through wisdom the spirit of wisdom and revelation that the eyes of my understanding be enlightened that I may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. That means even as through wisdom, I'm getting understanding, they all work together, okay? I am coming to know what my inheritance is. That means in every area of your life right now, some area of your inheritance is being attacked. Let's say like that, like you're you're looking for some part of your inheritance. For some, it is wealth. For some it is health, for some it is relationship, for some it is, uh, uh, you know, any type of situation that you're looking for restoration or something, but you're, you're looking at the end, you're looking for some sort of inheritance of the son. And how is God saying that you're going to get it? So some people are just praying, praying, God, take it away, God, take it, take it away, and God do something, but God is saying, I'm going to give it to you through wisdom. I'm going to give you knowledge and understanding about something about you. And through that, as your eyes are awakening, through understanding and wisdom, you're going to get this inheritance that I have for you. Okay? And so let me read ahead. It says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us. That means what he can do in us, who believe according to the working of his mighty power. That means we are believing that it's the inward working of the Holy Spirit. I'm just explaining what it means, okay? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe. That means all of us are sons. According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Who raised Christ? The Father raised Christ. The Father raised Christ. It's the Holy Spirit that raised Christ. Okay? Look at this. Which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So, what is Paul's first spring before all of this, before someone gets an understanding of all the principality and power and being the head and everything? How are you even getting all of this through the spirit of wisdom? Okay. Now turn with me to James. James chapter 1. Let's quickly go to James chapter 1. Okay. James chapter Uh, 1. My brethren, I'm at one verse two. My brethren counted all joy when you fall into various trials. That means... At some point, some of you are going through some trials, something or the other. Okay, it could be anything. It could be a work situation. It could be a relationship situation. It could be a healthy. Count it all joy when you go through various trials because the testing of your faith produces patience. I told you that the Greek word for patience is endurance. That means it's producing in you an ability to be steadfast about something. That means a promise that you've laid hold of or you've seen your inheritance as a son, right? And now you're holding on to it. You're resting in it. That's what patience is. If patience is a, is a state of rest. It's like plonking yourself in a seated position. And now everything is coming to sort of to pull you away. And that's why it's called patience. as an endurance. Endure means what? You're holding to something, right? You're holding a fast position. That's why we talked about last week. Remember when spiritual warfare? In all of those verses, it just tells you to stand and to hold fast your position. It doesn't tell you to fight. So in God's idea, fighting means just holding your position. Just enduring, just pronking yourself in a seated position. Okay? So now what does it say? Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. And let patience or let endurance, holding that stance, like come what may, you still just believe because the word says so. Because the father says so, I just believe this. This is my identity. This is who I am. Okay? But let patience, endurance have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Meaning now you're getting your inheritance. Everything is getting added to you. Okay, and see this. Now, immediately after this, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask, ask of God, who gives to all liberally, without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him, and it will be given to him. Okay, but let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. What does it say? Ask for wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. And today, I want you to consciously ask, the spirit of wisdom is alive. It's not a concept. The spirit of wisdom is, is a spirit. is an actual living being. And you can ask in whatever area you are, Father, give me the spirit of wisdom right now. Spirit of wisdom, come, manifest yourself, become one with me. Show me what I need to see, and show me how I need to how I need to maneuver in this. And you'll be surprised, even as you ask and believe that yes, now wisdom is with me. And I have all the insight, wisdom. I'm one with wisdom. Wisdom is showing me what to do. You, it'll lead you at some point into your inheritance. Okay. Now go with me to to uh, Proverbs. Okay, where it talks about we're going to talk about the spirit of wisdom. So I'm quickly going to read. I'm just going to read a few chapters in Proverbs. Okay. Okay. The Proverbs of Solomon. Okay. Um, Where do I want to read with? Okay. I'm just going to read it. So can you just flow with me? Just hear it. Okay. Uh, The book of Proverbs. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction. I'm on one. So I'm going to read one. We're going to read uh, chapter one. We're going to read chapter two. It talks about wisdom. We go to chapter three, four, maybe we're just going to read. And probably chapter eight. Okay? Eight and nine. That's what we're going to do today. Um, And you can just go into wisdom. But I just want to read what wisdom is. Okay? Who wisdom is. Uh, To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. To give prudence to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase learning. And a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. To understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and their riddles. Now see this. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. In another verse it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And what is the fear of the Lord? We will read it ahead. It says the fear of the Lord is to hate evil everything you as a son, the minute you became a son of God, everything in you hates evil. That's why you find it hard sometimes because everything in you is just like your father. And that's when sometimes it's a war of the spirit and the flesh. Okay? But everything in you by default hates evil because the fear of the Lord is upon you now. So it's not towards God, but it's operating in you towards everything that is not of God, not of the kingdom. Okay? So see this, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge But fools despise wisdom and instruction. A fool will despise wisdom and instruction. A good man, someone who really wants to learn, will take wisdom. Because wisdom leads to all things. Wisdom leads to inheritance. Okay? My son, hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lie in wait to shed blood, let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause, let us swallow them alive like shoal and whole, like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all kinds of precious possessions, we shall fill our houses with spoil, cast in your lot among us, let us all have one purse, my son, do not walk in the way with them. That means do not get enticed by just the world around you. And if they're giving you and promising you things, okay, and enticing you things, it's clearly telling you, don't go in that way. It's just going to lead to death. Okay, my son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your foot from their path. For their feet run to evil, that they may haste to shed blood. Surely in in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, but they lie in wait for their own blood. They lurk secretly for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who is greedy for gain. It takes away the life of its owners. Now see this. Wisdom calls out aloud. She raises her voice in the open squares. See the way the Bible talks about wisdom. It gives her a reference. That means she's a real being, a spirit. Okay? And see the way. Wisdom calls out aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses. At the openings of the gates in the city, she speaks her words. How long, you simple ones, will love... uh, How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. Because I have called... Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded. Because you disdained all my counsel and would have and would have none of my rebuke, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your terror comes. What is what are you getting out of this when I'm reading? See what she is saying. See what wisdom is saying. Because I have called and you refused. you know everything comes through wisdom. She's saying, that means she's knocking every time and giving you a path and telling you certain things. Okay? Sometimes, you know, it's good to take correction because it's wisdom speaking. And that's why it says a fool does not want correction. But someone who's wise will take correction. So see this. Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded. Okay? Because you disdained all my counsel, I would have none of, and, and would have had, and would have none of my rebuke. That means there is correction that wisdom brings about. Okay? I will mock when your terror comes, when your terror comes like a storm, and your destruction comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then they, then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me, because they hated knowledge because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they they would have none of my counsel and despised my every rebuke. You know, I want us to go to that parable where Jesus talks about the storm. And he talks about, he's saying, blessed is the man who does not just hear my words, but is a doer of my word. And he's saying, no matter what storm comes, that foundation is secure and that building will not fall. But he said, but he who is a hearer and not a doer, and then he says that this person, this entire house is going to fall. And then it says, Great was its fall. That means, what does it mean? It means that the word came, but this person did not heed to the word. And that's why it led to some sort of fall. And so, wisdom is saying, I'm knocking on your door. And sometimes I even rebuke you or bring about correction, but will you take it? Because to be with wisdom is to have all things together. Okay? So, see this. I'm on verse 31. Therefore they shall shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies for the turning away of the simple will slay them and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. Look at this promise to you and me. Whoever listens to me will dwell safely. And will be secure without fear of evil. So what is wisdom saying? Make me your best friend. What is Paul praying? Praying for the spirit of wisdom upon you. Okay. What is it saying in a trial? What do you ask for? Wisdom. Even when I was falling sick, you know what God showed me? Just wisdom opened the eyes of my spiritual understanding. And then when I came to know what she was saying to me, I listened to her, I rested in her, I found, I, I entered into divine health. I got my inheritance. And so what is the number one thing that you should be seeking right now? It's not a prayer. prayer no, no, look for wisdom. Even as you're hearing the word, you're getting wisdom. And so in all things, now we'll read ahead the truths about wisdom, but look at this. Wisdom is saying, I knocked on your door. You did not take my rebuke. You did not take my correction at some point, And now your folly or whatever has come about because you did not receive me. Okay. So look at this. My son, uh, in chapter two, my son, if you receive my words, this is still wisdom talking, and treasure my commands within you so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. That means in all things I want wisdom and then I'm, I'm getting understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom for his mouth, from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of the saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity and every good path. See this. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, that means when wisdom enters your heart, your heart here actually means your mind, your soul. Okay. And knowledge is pleasant to your soul, to your mind. Discretion will preserve you, understanding will keep you, to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things, from those who lead the paths of uprightness, to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perversity of the wicked, whose ways are crooked and who are devious in their paths, to deliver you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words, who forsakes the companion of a youth and forgets the covenant of a God. For her house leads down to death and her paths to the dead. None who go to her return, nor do they regain the paths of life. So you make way in the way of goodness and keep to the paths of righteousness. For the upright will dwell in the land and the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the earth and the unfaithful will be uprooted from it. You know what God is saying? The first, before all of this happened, even before somebody can go and commit adultery, first it is through wisdom. Wisdom guards your heart in certain things. That's why I always say man to man, woman to woman. Even when you're doing any type of counseling or anything, a man doesn't need to do it to a woman. Just pure wisdom. That's how you do it. Okay? See this, when wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you understanding will keep you and deliver you from the way of evil it delivers you from the way of evil wisdom is saying i'm with you at some point if you've forsaken her that's when we've seen some things okay or landed, landed up in some mess now look at this verse uh, chapter three my son do not forget my law but let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and long life and peace they will act to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. How do you find favor in the sight of God and man? Look at this. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. So my God is saying, it's how do you get favor? It's not by telling people what they want to hear. It's saying, let not mercy and truth forsake you. That means you standing in your, today for a son, it means you standing in your position as a son. Not compromising on that place. You're a son, that's it. This is why I might stand in this place. And what does it say? By you just holding a position as a son, not bowing down to certain things, even when you see they are not, the, you know, the way the world operates, but you don't have to operate in that. Guess what it's going to give you? Let not mercy and truth. Mercy means giving, not giving someone the bad that they deserve. Okay? Let not mercy and truth forsake you. And me, holding my position as a son, bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. That means in man's eyes, I'm going to find when I am true to who I am. You know, I've seen many times in my life when I've been true, to my identity as a son. And at that point, I was like, if I say these things, I may lose favor with somebody. You know, and that was my position. But then I had to be true to who I was. And even as I was true to just my identity as a son, and I stood in that position, I saw, I saw the opposite happen. I saw favor and high esteem in the sight of man. Okay, it's because this word is true. That do not let truth forsake you. Okay? It says, you know, one of the one of the truths, right? The armor we discussed, the breastplate of righteousness. And what does it say on the waist? The belt of truth. It's truth that holds all things together. Always remember, truth always wins out. When you lie, when you do certain things very fast, it might get you easy way. But it will be short-lived. But truth might take a little while, but it will always win out. It will bring you, what does the word say? It brings you you will find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. That means He's leading you. He's leading you through wisdom. Okay? Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Fear the Lord and depart from evil, it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. The fear of the Lord is in you. As a son today, it's not in your nature to fall sick. Jesus died for all your sins. That's why remember we talked about baptism. It talks about having, the first thing about baptism, the symbolism was that your heart may be sprinkled from an evil conscience, a guilty conscience, so that you can approach God boldly. And even as you come before God or know that you don't have your sins now condemning you anymore, you're you're without guilt, you're blameless. In other words, look what it leads to. It leads to health to your flesh and strength to your bones. That's what it means. Okay. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. In all things, acknowledge Him. That's what in in the new covenant, there's a verse that says, whatever you're doing, you know, you're not doing it to man. Whatever, you're doing a job, you're doing something or anything that you're doing, you're doing it unto the Father. You know, I had this once where um, certain money was given to me, okay? Between, uh, uh, I work for like sometimes TV and your channel and things like that, okay? So some money came excess to me, okay? Or something that was built. And then I felt like anyway, it was in my contract, that it was anyway signed up for so much money. So I was very entitled to have it, okay? But, uh, uh, you know, so I, I told the Lord, I said, you know, now this is money. And if I tell my production house, uh, you know, like they're just going to keep it because they're not going to go because I, actually, I, I mean, I can have the money, okay? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I it, the God, God reminded me with this and I had a dream in which God showed me. He's saying, whatever you're doing, you're not doing it unto them. You're doing it unto me. So then it didn't matter what they did with the excess money. If I brought it, whether they went back to the channel and said, hey, look, we don't need this money. But as long as I was, I, whatever I was doing, I was doing it unto the Lord. So then I called up, I took the phone and I said, you know what? This much money, I mean, technically it's mine, but we've not done it. So you can have it. Now, whether they go and give it back to the channel, that's their business. You understand? But I didn't, it wasn't about whether they do it and things like that. But I just knew that whatever I do, I'm doing it unto the Lord. And so God was showing me and so this is that word. Order the Lord with all your possessions and with the first, first fruits of all your increase so your barns will be filled with plenty and your wax will overflow with new wine. That means today whatever you're working you give it your 100% because you're doing it unto Him. That's why Jesus said, you know, we are one. So if you do it unto another you've done it unto me. So if you've deceived somebody else you've deceived Him. We're doing it unto each other. You're doing it unto Him. Okay, that's why faithfulness begins in whatever you're doing, even within beloved, you know, whatever little thing you're doing, it could be the computer, it could be the music, it could be uh, just, uh, you know, ministering to somebody else, you're doing it unto him. And trust me, whatever you're doing unto him will always get multiplied, always get multiplied. Okay, see this, my son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, that means the correction of the Lord. Now, in Hebrews also, he talks about correction, remember? He says, do not despise the chastening." Now, God doesn't chasten with accidents, with any type of death, with any type of sickness. That's whatever he died on the cross, he can never chasten you with. He'll only correct you today with his word. Or he'll bring about an experience and he'll show you certain things about maybe your identity that needs to go to the cross or something like that. But he'll correct you through his word. Okay? Look at this. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction, For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. That means what is the, what is the key to happiness? What is he saying? He's saying happy is the man. He doesn't say who gets married or happy is the man who gets a lot of wealth. Or happy is the man who gets that perfect job. He says, happy is the man who finds wisdom. That means wisdom is the answer to all things. Okay? Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For he, now see this. Now what does wisdom lead to? See all the beautiful treasures of wisdom. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver. That means something that is coming out of wisdom is greater than silver or greater than some sort of wealth. For her gain, then fine gold. That means it's going to give me some sort of pleasure that is not materialistic. This sort of wisdom is going to give me something, some sort of satisfaction that is not monetary. Okay? See this. And all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. So it's saying that all the things that I desire, now what are the things that people desire? People want to get married, people want want an amazing house, people want a car, people want a perfect job. And it's saying that if I make wisdom my best friend, that she is going to give me something, she's going to give me something, that all these things you may desire cannot compare with her. Some sort of satisfaction, I'm telling you it's real. When people ask me, you know, sometimes they say you're alone. I said, who said I'm alone? I'm not alone. If Christ is in you, you're never alone. That means you never hung out with wisdom if you think you're alone. If you make wisdom your best friend, that means I'm, I'm, I'm getting insight into, I want to know what belongs to me. My father is everything. My word, I, 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 I eat out of it. And so I'm living off something, some satisfaction that no material possession can buy. Okay? Now this I want you to taste for yourself. See this. But, but look at what everything that wisdom is giving you. Okay, so she's saying, she's promising you that all these things cannot desire, that you desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her hand. That means you're going to have long life with wisdom. In her left hand, riches and honor. Oh, so I'm going to have riches. I'm going to, that means I'm going to become wealthy. And I'm going to have honor. Honor is something that you can't buy. No matter what you do. Honor is something to be received. And only wisdom can give it to you. That means people who are going ahead in the race and things like that, don't be scared and be competitive in their races. It's saying if you make wisdom your best friend, then she is going to give you riches. She is going to give you honor. Okay? Look at this. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. Wisdom will never give you a shortcut. Her ways are ways of truth and pleasantness. That means the way she operates, the way she will do things, not by putting somebody else down. Okay? Her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. That means how is wisdom going to lead you in things? Through peace. It won't be that, oh, go and fight with this person and then you go and get this house. Oh, and go and start something. Or oh, go and speak ill about this and then you move ahead. It won't be like that. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. Her ways are ways of peace. Those who are peacemakers are called sons of God. Okay? Look at this. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. The tree of life. I told you we're not under the tree of knowledge of good and evil anymore. You're under the tree of life now. And she, that means wisdom, the spirit of wisdom is where? With the tree of life. And the tree of life is a new covenant. It's sonship. That's why it's through sonship, through wisdom, that you will get your inheritance. Not through the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Not through the law. Not through right and wrong. Not through doing some good works. I told you, tree of life is when you know as a son that your whole relationship, your inheritance from the father is based on blood. That's it. Okay? See this. She is the tree of life to those who take hold of her. And happy are all who retain her. Happy are all who retain her. The last thing that you should do when you're going through up and down things, no? forsake the world. And I just don't mean anything. I mean here, righteousness teachings. Do not forsake the world. It's saying make wisdom your best friend and you will be happy. So who is the man who is happy? Is not when you get the promise. You know, many times I feel people are longing for that promise to come into their lives and then they get the promise and they're still unhappy. It's because it was never the promise. Promise doesn't make you happy. It's wisdom. It's your relationship with the Father. It's the truth. It's the word that makes you happy. You find fulfillment in the word. There are days when sometimes I just sit and I just, I can take a vacation. I can go and I just get into the word and I just enjoy the word and it gives me such fulfillment. I can sit in Starbucks alone and just be with the word. And it's, it's a high that you have to experience. But it's talking about this high that she's saying that I will give you something that you, it's above the things that you desire. I cannot explain it. That's what she's saying. But it's true. I I, I tasted that. Okay? And so look at this. Now see this. Happy are all who retain her. That means who keep her. Who are constantly pursuing wisdom. Okay? Now look at this. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. That means she was with the Lord. I told you all the seven spirits are with, with God. The whole kingdom of God is alive. She was with him. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. That means all things were done through her. And by understanding, he established the heavens. By understanding, he established the heavens. Okay? By his knowledge, the depths were broken up and clouds dropped down the dew. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So they will be life to your soul. Life to your soul, your mind. Life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way and your foot will not stumble. What is God saying? We just saw the first, we read in chapter chapter one, right? Where it says that wisdom came knocking. And because you did not take her rebuke or correction, she says it led to your folly. But now it's still saying, come on, make wisdom in all your trials, get wisdom because through wisdom you get things. Through wisdom, you get all inheritance. So look at this. Okay? Then you will walk safely in your way and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Wisdom. Okay? Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. Your sleep will be sweet. What is wisdom? It's the word. Okay? Do not be afraid of... Do not be afraid of sudden terror nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. For the, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught through wisdom. Sometimes wisdom says, uh, you know, will make you do decisions or take decisions that may not look like the natural world will make you take some decisions. But it's just wisdom. Okay? Certain things I choose not to do. I can do all things. I choose not to. Just Wisdom. I, I choose the amount of time that I get. I don't have Netflix. I can have Netflix. I choose not to. Because I, I, if I get a little time, I either sit in a cafe, I'll go meet a friend, or then if I'm not going to fill my mind with junk, I'm just watching TV. I, I'll decide when I want to watch a movie and things like that, but I just, it's just wisdom. I just don't want it. A lot of junk sometimes I've seen in our country, people are so watching these Hindi soap operas and so much of your identity comes from those soap operas you know and then you're just watching it watching it and now it's it's you don't even know that you're getting molded to and it's giving you an identity and now you're behaving like that in, in a community you know it's just wisdom just cut off the soap opera sometimes things just change chip okay look at this uh when you lie down you will not be afraid yes you will lie down okay let me go uh 27 verse 27 do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when It is in the power of your hand to do so. Okay? If it's in your power to be good, be good. If you have the power to bless somebody, bless them. Okay? Do not say to your neighbor, go and come back and tomorrow I will give it. When you have it with you. If it's now, just be gracious enough to do it now. Okay? Do not despise evil against your neighbor, for he dwells by you for safety's sake. Do not strive with a man without cause, if he has done you no harm. Do not envy the oppressor and choose none of his ways, for the perverse person is an abomination to the Lord, and his secret counsel is with the upright. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. Surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. Who is getting the glory? The wise, the one who desires wisdom. Okay? Now look at this. Chapter four, security in wisdom. Hear my children, the instruction of a father and give attention to your understanding, to no understanding. for I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, let your heart retain my words. Keep my commands and live. And then what did he say? These are words even though the father is saying. Get wisdom, get understanding. Okay? Do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her. That means give her importance in your life. You know, give the word importance in your life. One thing I've done in all my 20 years, I promise you. Beloved, wouldn't be where it is. is because I chose to give importance to the word. I remember when my dad passed away. You know, the last thing I should have been is in a church, right? But I just knew. It's like, you know, I, I told you when Priya has to take care of herself. And take care. And I just plunked myself into the church and plunked myself in the word. And I was like, I knew that the word will keep me. Because the last thing I need to do is depart from the word. And what did I do? I made wisdom the principal thing. And wisdom has kept me. So uh, people think like you're constantly charged up. I give that much. I hear. I hear. And it's not just, I'm not hearing legalistic. I'm not saying out of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That's not hearing. The ministry of condemnation leads to death. That means I'm not saying just hear anything. I'm just saying hear preachings on righteousness that make you aware that you're a son of his blood. Not by what you do anymore. That your relationship is by faith based on the blood. Teachings that don't talk about you're going to get this curse and that curse and sufferings from God to teach you a lesson. No, 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 no. New covenant where it's through the word. Okay? That everything, what Jesus died on the cross, you should never be going through that again. Okay? Look at this make wisdom the principal thing therefore get wisdom and in all you're getting get understanding exalt and she will promote you she will bring you honor when you embrace her so you're all running after those things and my god is saying wisdom and what is wisdom in the word that's why she's saying get wisdom get counsel get understanding and what is paul praying the eyes of your wisdom that you have this sort of wisdom and understanding the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. that means but wisdom in what the word so how much more important should you give the word? I always tell people, you know, they come to me with problems sometimes and sometimes I want to hear them, but most of the things that I hear are already in all my, all my messages that are already preached. So I like them to first, don't give me the weightage, give the word that I'm preaching the weightage. In, in that, you'll honor me more. And then hear that word and I promise you, it's the word that brings about the fruit. Because you're giving the word, you're making the word the principal thing the word of the sun, the word of the tree of life. It will bring about the fruit that it has to. Make wisdom the principal thing, okay? Now look at this. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. That means among all, everybody, wisdom is going to come and put a crown of glory on your head. You don't need to do it. She is going to do it for you, Okay? Hear my, hear my son and receive my sins and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom, I have led, led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered and when you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction and do not and do not let go. Keep her for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of the evil. Avoid it, do not travel by it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they have done evil and their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just, that is righteous, is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day and the way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, give ears to my words. Incline your ear to my sins. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Now, what is he saying? My son, give attention to my words. That's why Jesus says, he who hears my words and is a doer of the word. Today, the doer is not to get right with God. The doing path is holding a position. Not forgetting in that moment, whatever situation you're in, that you're a son. Any doubt that is coming in whatever situation is coming to doubt your position as a son. And your job, your doing part is only not forgetting I'm a son of his blood. Okay? My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. How do you get divine health? Wisdom. Through his word. He will lead you. Sometimes wisdom is telling you, it gives you the desire and then there's no need of chocolate. Sometimes wisdom tells you to fast. Sometimes wisdom tells you take a pill. It's okay. You, you receive divine health. How? Through wisdom. There were times when wisdom led me to take certain things and medicines and then at a time wisdom told me, now enough, now I'm going to show you how to walk on water. And then wisdom told me, now I don't want you to take medicine. I want you to pull those thoughts down. And I want you to start believing and walk. I'm going to show you a deeper truth, a higher truth. And then he told me, wisdom told me, no more medicines. I'm going to, you're going to take that word alone. But I was led through wisdom. So it's not like you look at someone's life and, oh, this is the way they got it. And so I have to get it. No, no, no. You're a son of his blood. If you're taking medicine, it's the son taking medicine. If you're doing chemotherapy, it's the son doing chemotherapy. The reason why it leads to life and to one, it leads to death is because they let, it, they let it affect their sonship. You're a son of his blood. And so the more you're getting rooted in that, it, even if chemo, you're doing it, everything, it'll still lead to life. It will lead to life. Don't let anything condemn you or make you doubt who you are or make you test that you're a son, whether you do this or do, do that. You're a son of his blood. That's it. And because I'm a son of his blood, whatever I do is going to bear life. That means in whatever way, is this the end result of this? Is going to be victory for me? Okay, look at this. Keep your heart with all diligence. Find out for for out of it springs the issues of life. Keep your heart with all diligence. Jesus said, you know, uh, guard your heart, and he said, let go of all those cares. Do not be concerned about anything. Okay. Um, uh, I'm trying to get that verse, okay. Which he said, "Let not your heart be troubled, okay. And neither let it be afraid." And so, don't let put all those fears. Take them to the cross, okay. And trust me, sometimes I just say, "Wisdom, you come. instead of rest, you come." And then it's just like God will, uh, you know, God will. Uh, the Holy Spirit will push you into rest. It's a supernatural thing. Just, just ask, okay put away from your from you a deceitful mouth and put power slips away from you let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established do not turn to the right or to the left remove your foot from evil my son chapter 5 my son pay attention pay attention to my wisdom lend your ear to my understanding that you may preserve discretion, and your lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of an immoral woman drip honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lay hold of hell. Let you, lest you ponder her path of life. Her ways are unstable. You do not know them. Therefore, hear me now, my children, and. D- and do not depart from the words of my mouth. Remove your way far from her, and do not go near the door of her house. This is wisdom. Okay? It's giving you instruction of what to do. Lest you give your honor to others, and your years to a cruel one, lest aliens be filled with your wealth, and your labors go to the house of a foreigner. Okay? And you mourn at last when your flesh and your body are consumed and say how I hated instruction and my heart despised correction. Look what wisdom is saying. I want you to hear this. Wisdom says right in chapter one, when I came with rebuke and correction, you, you refused me. And now wisdom is saying, look at this. I say, how, I, what did this person say? Before This person was led into an adulterous path, right? He he was lured by a woman. And what does it say? It says, what does this person say? How I hated instruction and my heart despised correction. God chastens whom he loves. Correction leads through wisdom to greater truth, to greater inheritance. Okay? Look at this. How I have hated instruction and my heart despised correction. I have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my ears to those who instructed me. I was on the verge of total ruin in the midst of the assembly and congregation. Drink water from your own cistern and running water from your own well. Should your fountains be dispersed abroad, streams of water in the streets? Let them be only your own and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth. Be faithful. Okay? As a loving deer and a graceful doe, let her breast satisfy you at all times and always be enraptured with her love. For why should you, my son, be encaptured by an immoral woman and be embraced in the arms of a seductress? For the ways of a man are before the eyes of the Lord and he ponders all his paths. His own iniquities entrap the wicked man, and he is caught in the cords of his sin. He shall lie; he shall die for the lack of instruction and the greatness of his folly. He shall go astray. Okay, let me read now. Uh, I just want to quickly read verse. Uh okay. okay, let's go to chapter seven. Okay. You can continue reading those. There's such amazing things uh, that Boris put there. But I'm going to read from chapter 7. My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Keep my commands and live. And my law as the apple of your eye. That means his word. It, for today, it would be his new covenant word. Blind, blind, bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister. And call understanding your nearest kin, That they may keep you from the immoral woman. And from the seductress who flatters with her words. It goes on, you know, read all of that. It's just so much of wisdom there. Okay, verse chapter eight. Does not wisdom cry out and understanding lift up her voice? She takes a stand on the top of the high hill, beside the way where the paths meet. She cries out by the gates at the entry of the city, at the entrance of the doors to you, O men, I call. And my voice is to the sons of men. O you simple ones, understand prudence and you fools, be of an understanding heart. Listen, for I will speak of, an, of excellent things. And from the opening of my mouth will come bright things. For my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. They are all plain to him who understands. And right to those who find knowledge. Receive my instruction and not silver. And knowledge, rather than choice, gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all things one may desire cannot be compared with her. I wisdom dwell with prudence, and find knowledge with discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. That is says beginning of uh, wisdom. Okay, pride and ignorance, pride and ignorance, and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me. How? Through wisdom. By me, kings reign. And rulers decree justice. By me, princes rule and nobles and nobles, all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me. Enduring riches and righteousness. You know, see this. It's saying if you seek for wisdom, You will find. That's why the Bible talks about in a trial, ask for wisdom. And then it says that God will give you wisdom. And what does wisdom lead to? Wisdom leads to inheritance. Wisdom and understanding. They're like sisters. They work together. They're one with you. And so it will. How did I get divine help? Through wisdom and understanding. It wasn't a prayer request and praying, praying, praying. No, no. Through wisdom, I opened the word and I got into the word. I made it my best friend. And through wisdom and understanding, all things. Riches, honor, everything through wisdom and understanding. Okay? Look at this. Uh, Those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me. Enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold. Yes, than fine gold. And my revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness and in the midst of the paths of justice. That I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth. How are you going to become rich? By wisdom with the word. So you think you are working, 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 and I say do the one thing, the principal thing. Give attention to his word. And give that much time to know in invest in the word in your life. Because it's wisdom in the word that is going to make you rich. Okay? That I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth that I may fill their treasuries. So who is going to fill the treasuries? It's wisdom. Okay, and what is wisdom saying? Give attention to my word. To my word. And today, that word is not Old Testament word. Not under the law. That word is knowing that you're a son. And so many people, just even as they're waking up, they get rich. Even as they just hearing, the eyes of their understanding, through wisdom and understanding, All things are coming together and getting added to you. Okay? So look at this. Riches and honor with me. Enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold. Yes, than fine gold. And my revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice. That I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth. Inherit. Not even work. Inherit. That I may fill their treasuries. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way, before his works of old. I have been established from everlasting, from the beginning before there was ever an earth, was wisdom. When there was no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth, or the fields, or the primal dust of the world, When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the mountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limit so that the waters would not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him as a master craftsman. Who was besides when God was making all of this? When God said, let there be light, let all of these things done. It says through wisdom, he did all of these things. Okay? I was beside him as a master craftsman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in his inhabited world. And my delight was with the sons of men. Your and my delight is with wisdom. It's in your nature. Okay. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children. For blessed are those who keep my ways, hear instruction and be wise and do not disdain it. Blessed is the man who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who sins against me wrongs his own soul. And all those who hate me love death. Okay, can I read chapter 9 quickly? Wisdom has built her house. She has honed out her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has set out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. For, for as for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, come eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live and go in the way of understanding. He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself. And he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer, least he hate you. Rebuke a wise man and he will love you. Rebuke a wise man and he will love you. Many times in my life I've got correction. I've got even correction from the Lord. God has corrected me. Like I, I told you this, right? I woke up with once words calling me, Jesus called me Mother Mary. He corrected me because at that point in my life, I had this prayer chain. Everyone was coming to me for prayer requests and I was like praying. And then I was wondering why he correct. Sometimes he corrects me through humor. And so I was wondering why he called me Mother Mary. And then I saw what does Mother Mary do in, in the Catholics? They go to Mother Mary to pray to Jesus. So become like a mediator. The very reason Jesus came is you can directly go to the Father and receive all things. So what I had become, I had become Mother Mary. Everyone was coming to me and so now their trust was in me and the foundation was just grass, it would be burnt up. It wasn't a work that would last, okay? It wouldn't be something that is tested in fire. And so the entire foundation I had to scrap it off. I deleted all of that and I said, no, now I push everyone, go to the Father directly. And I'll strengthen them in their own relationship, okay? I took correction and it led me to a greater place. So wisdom corrected me, okay? And look at this. For sake, uh, where was I? Uh, Yeah. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. What is the fear of the Lord? We talked about it. It's not to fear God. The fear of the Lord in you is upon you. And everything, the fear of the Lord is outworking. And the fear of the Lord in you hates evil. That's why wherever it goes, it's the fear of the Lord that Corona can't touch you. You're walking in the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord where Jesus walked the demons free because he's walking in the fear of the Lord. That's what we walk in. We are in the fear of the Lord. Okay? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me, days will be multiplied and years of life will be added to you. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself and if you scoff, you will will bear it alone. Okay? Uh, I want to quickly go to that verse. Now there are so many uh, you know, the next passage talks about righteousness. Okay? And imagine wisdom leads you to righteousness and all of these inheritance that you have. Uh, I want to quickly read that verse that says uh, Hold on. Uh, wisdom is found on the lips of him who has understanding. Uh, One second, one second, one second. Mm. Okay, so hold on. Let me just turn and see where I can find that. Okay, I'm just going to Google that verse. So give me two seconds because there's much to learn and I want you to read that for yourself. But uh, I want to end with that. So just give me two seconds. Okay, Proverbs 24, verse 3. Let's go to Proverbs 24, verse 3. Okay, look at this. Do not be envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them. For their heart devices violence, and their lips talk of troublemaking. Now see this, verse 3. Through wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. How is a house built? Through wisdom. Clear wisdom when God, you know, when... God said man shall leave, leave his wife. The minute you get married, a lot of problems start because of involvement of in-laws. Wisdom in the Bible, God said the minute you get married, the, 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 the man shall leave his, his parents and now become one with her. You're clearing to your wife. And it's simple wisdom. And so now what is it saying here? Through wisdom a house is built. Through so by understanding, it is established. Okay? By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel, you will wage your own war and in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Okay, I want to end with that. Where it says, through wisdom a house is built and by understanding it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. I want you to go through entire Proverbs is, is a book on wisdom. It begins with wisdom. Then it goes into righteousness. It talks about the blessings of the righteous. Okay, A son and righteousness are the same thing. You can't be a son and be a sinner. To call yourself a son means to walk in the awareness that you're righteous. That means you are righteous by his blood, not based on what you do. That's why sonship and righteousness and tree of life are all together. And now wisdom says... Paul is saying, like I began again, my, uh, you know, today's message, where Paul talks about one thing. I am praying that you get the spirit of wisdom. And when you get the spirit of wisdom and understanding, they go together. It's almost like true wisdom, you get understanding. And now it's going to lead you to your inheritance. That's what Ephesians 1.17 prayer is. And then in all the trials, it says, first get wisdom. And then we saw wisdom was there right at the creation of the world. It's not a concept. She's a being, living being, and wisdom is one with you. She's the seven spirits, one of the seven spirits that were with the sun in Isaiah. We read the spirit of rest, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of wisdom. And God made all things through wisdom. She was there. And so it's alive. Everything in the kingdom is a living being. And so, right now, in any problem that you have, it's wisdom. Wisdom leads to divine health, wisdom leads to honor, wisdom leads with riches. Wisdom is saying that I will be the one who will give, be giving you good relationships. That means I'm building your house. I'm establishing all through wisdom. And so what is the number one thing that I want you to ask you? You think it's a health issue. You think it's a family issue. You think it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, wealth or I don't have money. It's wisdom. And what I want you to pray today and wisdom in what? It's not just, oh, wisdom is coming. Yeah, yeah, but get it's saying who makes wisdom, who gives in inclining, incline your ear to my instruction. So wisdom is this. So when God, even when I was sick, God just showed me my eyes were black. That means I didn't have wisdom. And what does that mean? In the word, it says, the eyes of your spiritual understanding being enlightened. That means they weren't enlightened. That means I didn't know who I was. And even as I just took the word and just began to make wisdom my best friend, I started diving into her. I made her the principal thing. Guess what wisdom led me? She gave me understanding. The spirit of understanding was with me. And through that, I started walking in divine help. Through wisdom. That's why I say sometimes just hear the word. All you can do is just hear, just plug it on, just hear. Because the word is incorruptible seed. The seed, do not tell an orange seed what to do. You just want to put the orange seed in the ground. The seed has everything in itself to produce what it's supposed to produce. So let the words, give wisdom the number one thing. That means give it that much time in your life that I'm going to give that much time to the word. Because wisdom is saying, through me, you will get all these other things. But if you don't give the word only priority, and then you say, I prayed to God, but nothing is happening. It's not prayer. It's wisdom in his word. And then the Holy Spirit works with you. And all of these spirits, spirit of rest, spirit of counsel, they all come together to give you the inheritance that he wants to have you. But you need to cooperate with him. So open the word. And just incline, give that number one place to me, she's saying. And if you give me that honor, if you give me that honor, that's what wisdom, in verse one, wisdom said, I came knocking, but you did not take my rebuke. You did not take my correction. And now it says, you, it led to your folly. And then the man who was even led to the adulteress and everything, it says later he will say that he did not take counsel from wisdom. And so make wisdom your principal thing. And it's giving you so much truth. So in all things, ask wisdom. And what is the wisdom? Give priority to the word. Open the word. And it's not new. It's new covenant word. It's the tree of life. Sonship, just hear. Put on some teachings. Go on, beloved YouTube channel. Just hear. Just hear the word. Just hear. I promise you, the word has everything in it to bear fruit in your life. It's give weightage to the word. I know the word is coming with a face, but it's. I'm not giving you the answers. It's the word. And if you give priority to the word, the word will bear fruit. I promise you that. I've seen the word bear fruit. And so people think it's its place and its uh, you know geography and everything. No, it's the word that brings about fruit. There was a girl who came in Beloved. Longest time she wanted to meet somebody. Beloved didn't, didn't even have anybody, you know. But it's the word she was hearing. The word she heard the word and suddenly she just walked into her inheritance. Where how she met everything was different. But it's the word. It's the word that brings about the fruit. So it's not demographics. You can choose a location well and still it may not manifest you may not inherit the blessing. It's the word that brings about all the fruit in your life. So give priority to wisdom. And so maybe wisdom led her to do certain things as even as she's awakening to that she's a son and now everything is falling into place and it led her to the right thing at the right time and meet this person. And, you know, today she's blessed and like amazing things. We all know uh, who, you know, I'm talking about. And it's not only for one person. There's so many people who have that same testimony. Someone who gave weightage to the word and everything just came about in their life. Because they gave wisdom the principal thing. They gave way to her. And what does she say? If you make me your best friend, guess what? I'm going to give you everything that you don't even ask for. That's why it says, Solomon, why was he the richest man? He asked for wisdom. Give me wisdom how to govern. And then God said, you know, because you've asked for wisdom, not only will I give you wisdom, but I'll give you riches and honor also. And he was the richest man today to live, inherited so much of wealth. Because he gave up. And what is wisdom? It's giving this value. And it's not just the Old Testament word. It's the sonship. It's new covenant word for you and me. Okay. And so let's pray today. I want to close in prayer. Of all the understanding. So today's word was unplanned really. Okay. But I really believe that God had somebody. We had a lot of new people logging in. And God had something for everybody listening today. Whoever came in. Okay. And uh, I want you to give priority to the word in your life. If you've never given it, put it at number one place. Make a decision about it that I choose to give this much food to my soul. I'm going to hear this word and I'm just going to let the word, I'm just going to hear the word. And even as you hear the word, I promise you whatever it is, for you it's maybe divine health or someone else's finances or relationship, everything will shift even as you gave wisdom the first place. Because she is the one who brings about all of those things in your life. Okay? So just close your eyes and say this with me. We are going to give a spiritual time Right now, just say, Jesus, Father, I thank you. I'm a son in your kingdom. Jesus, you are my high priest. And right now, I bring about a spiritual type of all the increase and the wisdom that you've given to me. You've added to my soul. And I just worship you with it. I give you a type. And just begin to pray and dance. O Raha Father, I thank you for this word of wisdom. I thank you that she's with each and every one of us watching right now. That she's one with us. And I thank you, wisdom that you're adding to us. You're giving us even understanding. You're leading us into the paths of righteousness. You are showing us all things. You're bringing it to our awareness. I thank you that even as we open the Word by faith that wisdom you are showing us our inheritance. And you are helping us rest and receive all of that inheritance. You are adding it all to us. And I just thank you in every area that anyone is facing anything right now, in any trial. I want you right now to ask for the spirit of wisdom. Thank her that she's one with you right now. And that she's leading you into victory. And she's, through the word, even as you open up the word, she's going to lead you into all truth, into victory. I just thank you for that. Right now, wisdom. You're with us and you're one with me right now. You're one with everyone listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.